Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hello, welcome to Auténtico. ¿Cómo están? This is Gabriela Ramírez Arellano de Auténtico Podcast con ustedes, tratando de mantener inspiración y también apoyo aquí con mi compañero Junior Lara. Junior, how are you? I'm doing okay. Yo soy de no volverme loco. Eso es lo que yo estoy haciendo ahora mismo. Uh, but outside of that, I am doing good. <laughs> Just trying to like juggle, you know, everything that we've been talking about with the quarantine, the working from home full time, um, you know, like the working more hours kind of thing. So, but overall, I am okay. I'll say that. I'm All super right. excited about today's topic, though. Yeah, but let's unpack a lot, a little, and a lot of what you just said. So we're yeah. like in day. I don't know what day. I think you're farther ahead in days. Tú ya tienes más días en casa. ¿Sabes cuántos tienes? Bueno, yo empecé el día 18 de marzo trabajando full time de la casa. Que eso fue, uff, que, que ya casi dos, bueno, un mes y medio, ¿no? Yes. So yo apenas tengo 35 días trabajando de casa. Entonces, pues, durante estos 30 días, más o menos, give or take a few, hemos aprendido tantas cosas, tú y yo, simplemente, sin, sin ver a la otra gente, pero entre tú y yo, así que creo que las personas que nos están escuchando quizás han también podido aprender muchas cosas. Sí. Y um, it, it just takes me back to some of the topics that we've talked about, and we know that they're hard, and that it's easy to talk about things, but to be home and have your work and your life in the same place really helps, really challenges your attitude about work-life balance. Oh my gosh, I think it does 100%. I mean, to, to, to your point, you know, like one of the episodes that we recorded early on was about work-life balance, you know, and um, I specifically remember me talking about unplugging and you know, making sure that you set the boundaries. You know, when you log off at work, although you're taking your work with you or your phone or your laptop, make sure that you set those, those boundaries. And then we concluded that, you know what, work-life balance really depends on the individual. You know, the hours that they have, what else they have on their plate kind of thing. Um, but I mean, to your point, like this, this has really been a challenging because now logging off means, for me at least, logging off in the back room and literally walking 20 steps to my living room. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's right there. And then to, to go to my kitchen, I have to walk the 20 steps back then another 15 steps. So I have to pass by the area that literally makes the, the sound, you know, you know when you get an email, that's, you know, 
So as I'm walking by, I can hear the fact that I just received an email. And sometimes it takes everything that I've got to not just sit down and open it. Oh, wow. So it's been challenging. Yeah, it's been really challenging for sure. So let me backtrack a little bit. So um, so we've been home 30 plus days. Right. Um, did you ever imagine that you would be at home this many days? Absolutely not. Actually, I've always had the ability to work from home. Um, well, not always. For the last two and a half years, I've had the ability to be able to work from home. And I've worked from home once. One day, and that's because I had a trip later that day that didn't make any sense for me to travel 40 minutes to work to then travel 40 minutes back to then go to the airport, you know? Right, so... So, so that's it, because I absolutely don't like working from home at all. So I absolutely did not imagine that I would be in this situation today. So now we're 30 days in. The pandemic has, the curve at least, has flattened enough for the governor to want to um, open the state again. So for me, it's like, oh my gosh, what have I learned in the last 30 days? But also thinking about reopening on May the 4th and how will that affect us? I mean, are we, I know the city and the county are not opening until mid or end of May. So we still have a couple of days before you and I go back to work. Right. Um, but I mean, just, I don't want to say the fears, but it really is the fears or the the challenges of going back. Because I mean, it's a new reality. It is a new reality. I mean, going to, going to the store, um, I no longer see the shields that are up that are up between the cashier and the customers. You know, like. I no longer see the face mask on the employees. And when you think about it, that's kind of scary, you know, because that is the new normal now. Now it no longer makes you look twice. Now it's like, okay, this is where we are today. So, you know, as we talk about reopening the state and going back to, you know, quote unquote, business as usual, I don't think it's going to be business as usual anymore. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong, you know, but I think that at minimum it's going to take through the end of this year before if those shields ever go down, for those shields to go down, for people to not think twice about shaking someone's hand. Like that's part of a business, you know, like life. You know, you're shaking in, in multiple, like in a day, multiple people's hands, you know, either before or after a meeting or saying hi. You know, for us Latinos, un abrazo, you know, cuando vemos a una persona, un amigo, un familiar de nosotros. Ahora vas a pensar dos veces antes de hacer eso. Entonces, cuando hablan de abrir el negocio, you know, um, what does this look like, you know, opening for business? I mean, that's a great question. You know, I um, I think that you're going to have your, your, your people who are just going to want to go out there and exercise or quote-unquote right uh, to, you know, to do what they want or, you know, in their eyes, congregate or do their, their, their free will. And I think that those people could potentially put the rest of the people who may be a little bit more conservative about going out or the businesses who may be a little bit more conservative about reopening again could really put them at risk. Uh, but I also question 
uh, certain businesses' abilities to really keep the number of people that go into their stores low, low enough to allow for social di distancing. And that's one of the things that I'm really concerned about. Yeah, I mean, definitivamente, sí. como él decidió, el gobernador decidió abrir el 4 de mayo, en mi opinión, estamos poniéndonos en bastante riesgo porque el día siguiente es uno de los días cuando la gente americana toma más. Sí. Y, y, y como dices, va a ser difícil tratar de mantener orden. A mí eso fue lo que pasó en Louisiana en, durante Mardi Gras. Por eso fue que ese brote que tuvieron fue tan grande y afectó a tanta gente de diferentes lugares. Así no fue como algo que podías ver, oh, va, se va a concentrar solo en un área porque había tanta gente que había ido a Luisiana a ese evento. Entonces, ojalá que aquí no pase lo mismo, pero también creo que es importante eh, tomar en cuenta que es una crisis de salud, como estás diciendo tú, también una crisis económica y la crisis humanitaria. Porque eh, lo de la salud, pues sabemos que todavía estamos en peligro, esperamos que la gente se quede en casa, que se lave las manos seguido, que siga manteniendo los, las direcciones del CDC, ¿no? En lo económico creo que por eso es que están presurándose para abrir. Pero mi preocupación es que aunque esté uno abierto, vamos a decir en el restaurante, abrimos el día 4 de mayo, si realmente la gente va a salir para tener un restaurante funcionando al, al 100% con todos los gastos que se ocupan y luego que no llegue gente. Y luego humanitario, en que ahora, a mí tú y yo hemos estado en casa 30 días, hay, pero hemos seguido trabajando. Hay muchas personas que no han seguido trabajando. Sí. Eh, el, eh, el fondo de unemployment se acaba en 90 días, así es de que para julio, agosto, ya no va a haber dinero allí. Y sabemos también que hay personas que no ni siquiera pudieron aplicar para unemployment. So, todo este es como un tornado, ¿no? Que llegó y nos destruyó diferentes partes de nuestras vidas. Entonces, ¿ahora cuál vamos a hacer para recuperar y para salir adelante? Porque eso creo que también es... Ahora no, yo siento como que las personas con las que he hablado últimamente como que ya están así como muy cómodas en que estamos en casa... No hay nada de qué preocuparnos, pero no las veo necesariamente preparándose para salir de esto. Sí, exacto. Bueno, y tienes toda la razón, Gaby. Bueno, en mi opinión, tienes toda la razón. Eh, porque no creo que lo, lo peor que. Y, y no quiero ser, yo me diría, negativo, pero sí quiero ser realista o realístico, ¿no? Yo, yo pienso que lo peor que va a suceder no ha sucedido todavía. You know, porque ahora cuando van a abrir los negocios, ahí es que se va a saber exactamente qué tan malo las cosas se pueden poner o se van a poner. You know, entonces, you know, las personas que ahora mismo están, como, como dices, están en la casa cómodos, you know, and just like, okay, you know, it is what it is, I'm, I'm fine, and whenever they reopen, I'm, I'm just going to go back to work. Um, como tú dices, eso, esto sí es un, también una, un problema humanitario porque si abren, por ejemplo, la semana que viene, que es, es el día 4, me parece, ¿no? El día 4 de mayo, eh, por lo menos aquí en Missouri. Creo que es el 4 o el 5, algo así. Pero vamos a decir que 
el día 4, vamos a decir el 4, que el día, ese día se abran formalmente los negocios. Ahora, yo sé que también tienen los, los restrictions localmente, ¿no? Pero los negocios que sí abren, abren las puertas. Todavía hay bastante gente que está colectando unemployment porque no pueden regresar a trabajar, porque no hay donde ir a trabajar, ¿no? Va a tomar un tiempo para que esos negocios lleguen a un punto en cual digan, ok, ya estamos listos para traer más personal. Pero, ¿qué sucede si se abre la semana que viene? La gente que no está cuidando va a esos negocios. All of a sudden, there's a surge in infected cases. And then, following that, are more hardline restrictions about social distancing and about quarantine. Eso le pone más burden todavía a las personas que hoy día no tienen trabajo, que posiblemente van a tener que esperar más tiempo porque el número de casos va a subir, que va a asustar a la gente, que luego va a asustar a los gobiernos o, o local municipalities again, que va a poner más restrictions again, que luego va a hacer los negocios más, más conservative, conservative about who they bring, you know, who they hire on board, and potentially lead into a point where now we're looking at Thanksgiving Day, Christmas season, and still we're juggling, you know, social distancing because of improper reopenings. Now, I say all this to say that also, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to go down that line to where those things happen, but I think that is a possibility and it's something that needs to be taken seriously. And based on my experience, at least, I don't feel like a lot of people are taking it seriously. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with, like I'm not saying that they're wrong, but the people that are upset that that states have not opened before today. I just don't understand that. I I feel like if I understand that the economy is affected, but again, my the double the other side of the coin is um, this is something that's going to take us at least a year and a half, maybe even two years to come back from. I mean, they're saying that the number I forgot if it was the number of people are on, on unemployment is greater today than during the Great Depression. Yep, I, I remember seeing that too. You know, so I mean, we're gonna be those statistics of people that, you know, there's that one grandma that we probably know or someone's uncle or whatever that there's something off about them and it's like, yeah, they were in the Great Depression. <laughs> uh-huh. Así van a decir de nosotros, you know? Porque ahorita todavía, I feel like right we're like on the, um, on the beginning of the curve. And it's, I right. mean, initially they had said that uh, the, um, the height of the crisis here in St. Louis would be middle of May. And if you look at all the, the mapping and the health official projections, they're saying that the state of Missouri shouldn't even open till I think June the 10th. Wow. Um, And so, I mean, it is scary. I mean, even as a business owner, I feel like, I mean, that's going to be a lot of responsibility for me to try to manage my business, be concerned about the safety of my employees, 
and then worry about the safety of my customers. Right, exactly. You know, and have no control over anyone and, and except when they're at the restaurant and then it's too late. Right. I mean, even if we start exactly. to have meetings at the office, you know, you don't know who's infected or who might have just shook hands with someone that was, and now they right. walk into the office and there they are with you. Yeah, you know, I'm, um, I don't know how else, like, like how, like, what other analogy I can use for this, but what this makes me think about is like, you know how they used to have like, you know, when, 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 the, when you used to have the kind of like your, your sex ed class at school and they talked about like, you know, STDs and stuff like that, like you don't know who, who other people are with. That's kind of how I see it. You know, it's like you can't control other people's behavior, you know? So when you're in the, in, in an office and you're, you're having a meeting, um, you don't know where that person's been. And then, uh, to add to that, you don't know where that person has been, where other people have been, to who have also been in places and may not be taking the precautions that you take. So by coming together and having this meeting, you may be exposed to not just this person, but all the all the people's decisions for lack of potentially either social distance or to make sure they're taking the right precautions to not get sick. So again. I think that you bring up a really good point as a business owner. Not only are you responsible for your employees, for when you open your business, but also for your customers too. And I don't know that there are a lot of businesses out there that think about it the way that you do. Because again, understanding that there's that financial impact. Um, and nothing that this is comparable, but like for example, my wife, you know, she hasn't been able to, to, um, to make money as a photographer uh, in more than two months right now at all. So I totally get it. Uh, initially, she was even uh, looking at things differently, you know, and saying, okay, this is what I've got to work with. Let me put together some senior social distancing photo shoots. But then when the restrictions came down that, non-essential businesses you're supposed to close she's not an essential business so therefore she had to close you know so i get the concern about the financial aspect of it all but long term i think that people's businesses could be put at greater financial risk if they don't take the right steps and slowly reopening you know and by just looking at what's happening today the struggles that they may be experiencing today they could potentially make the wrong call and lead to spike in cases. And that's just very concerning to me. I, I really hope that um, I really hope that it doesn't happen. Uh, but I think the fact that it's a possibility that it's something that we need to we need to consider for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely that. And I also think that, like you said, I, I don't know if you said it a minute ago or lo dije yo, pero, I mean, realmente el único modo de, de poder salir adelante es enfocarnos en lo que sí podemos controlar, porque hay tanta cosa sí. que no tenemos control. Sí. Entonces, I mean, yo sé que ahorita eh, el, nos tenemos que quedar en casa y el distanciamiento social, 
pero este también es tiempo para, ¿cómo se dice? Refrescar, refresh, no sé si esa es la palabra. Refresh. Pero uh -huh. para, para poner pausa a lo que estábamos haciendo antes y, y refrescar nuestro plan de negocio, nuestro, nuestra carrera, nuestro, nuestra hoja de vida, um, porque no nomás es de estar en casa encerrado, Uh, escondido del virus, sino que estamos haciendo para estar preparados para salir cuando esto termine. Exacto. Pero, y, y eso, eso es una, una pregunta que, um, que, me, que me gustaría hacer a, a los listeners que tienen sus negocios o que trabajan para una, una empresa. ¿Qué están haciendo las, las empresas de ustedes? para preparar a cómo van a salir adelante. O si tienes un negocio, ¿cuál es, cuál es tu plan? Porque me gustaría saber qué, qué, qué como tú dices, qué steps están tomando esas entities que quizás están tomando esto un poco más serio, ¿no? Porque no quiero, tampoco quiero decir que alguien está mal o, 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 o like, who's right, who's wrong kind of thing. No, definitivamente es, es un balance, ¿no? Exactly, right. Y you know, como dice, es definitivamente un balance. Entonces me gustaría saber de cuál, you know, los listeners, ¿qué, qué, qué, qué oyen ustedes, qué opinan ustedes, qué, qué, están, qué, qué measurements están tomando en sus compañías, sea de ustedes o, o, o seas tu profesional, para abrir las puertas. In a way that protects the employees. And if you're client facing, uh, your customer still. Yeah, no, that's a good question. A ver qué, a ver qué nos comentan entonces. Y bueno, pues ya platicamos de dónde estábamos, qué hemos hecho. Eh, hemos platicado acerca de después de 30 días. Hubiéramos de haber tomado fotos así, ¿no? Como cada semana, cómo cambiábamos. Oh, sí. Para la barba, tomar foto de la barba mía que está creciendo. Porque tú sí te has transformado totalmente. Definitivamente que sí. No, entonces esta conversación muy buena, especialmente creo que deberíamos de seguir teniendo conversaciones y me encantaría, como dices tú, saber de nuestra audiencia qué es lo que están haciendo para prepararse para salir de esto, porque vamos para largo. Simplemente el hecho de poder salir de la casa no quiere decir que ya se terminó el problema. Y para algunas personas quizás ha sido un momento para revaluar nuestros negocios o quizás para revaluar nuestras carreras. Um, sinceramente, eh, especialmente si no estuvieron trabajando, ¿a dónde van a acudir ahora para buscar otra carrera o otra profesión para poder salir adelante. Exacto. Déjenos saber que, que, dónde se encuentran ustedes, por favor. Sí, definitivamente síganos en todas las plataformas favoritas, especialmente denos un uh, comentario, un review para saber qué piensan y cómo les estamos ayudando, apoyando o si simplemente nomás nos estamos divirtiendo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cuídense.